0: Hello, welcome to the Watch Me Win Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Tierra Smith. I'm an award-winning journalist, world traveler, and curator of experiences that center black women. As a black woman in the media, I wanted to create a safe space where black women can brag about themselves, their businesses, and their friends. In 2019, I started Wins for Black Girls, a media company that prioritizes spreading good news about black women. We're a growing platform that spreads good news through our text message and social media campaigns and in-person and live events. It has taken a lot of hard work, faith, and prayers to get to this point, and that's why I'm launching the Watch Me Win Podcast. I want to take you on a journey on how to build a successful business while maintaining a strong relationship with God, your family, and your friends. On the podcast, I share the keys of winning in life and business. In each episode, I will break down how to win mentally, physically, financially, and spiritually. Sometimes I'll bring on others who are also walking by faith. Whether you're thinking about starting a business, breaking generational curses, or improving your relationship with God, you have come to the right place. Each episode, you will learn tangible tips on how to win in your own life. So if you're ready to win, keep listening. In this episode, I talked to my auntie Carrie about the importance of spreading good news. My aunt is a loving wife, mother, grandmother, and an auntie to many. She has taught me so much about the importance of having a strong faith, honoring your family, and spreading God's message to as many people as possible. For as long as I can remember, she has always sent out encouraging messages from the word of God. Her faithfulness has covered me and my family, and it motivates me to continue to do my part to spread good news. In this episode, we will discuss our family's legacy of faith, why she continues to spread good news over the years, and how you can build a stronger faith for yourself.
1: So, the first segment of the podcast is the brag Alert, and so we're going to talk about some of my auntie's biggest accomplishments. So, auntie. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm so happy that you could be here with us and kind of talk about your life and how faith has been a part of your life. So can you share some of your biggest accomplishments? Because here on the podcast, we like to celebrate black women and the accomplishments that they have that may go unnoticed by the world. So just kind of share
2: with us. Okay. Well, first of all, my first accomplishment was with the help of God, I gave up mm-hmm. smoking, and I gave up drinking and hanging out. I chose to learn to walk in faith, reading my Bible, being active in my in, the, in my church family that I'm a member of. Can you tell the people like where you live and what church you go to? Uh, I'm from Bastrop, Louisiana. Um, my church is Greater Magnolia. A pastor, L. Smith, Reverend Moses Smith Jr.
1: It's so um, beautiful. Like when I get to go and visit, like different parts, like different family members that live in different cities and stuff. I used to really like that as a child because I, we'll get in a car and we'll drive and we get to visit all kind of different people, and I just, I feel so loved during times. Your
2: great grandma, uh, that's all her family. That's all their family did was put together. They did a lot of things together. Uh, always visited each other no matter how far they were apart. Yeah. And you have five
1: siblings, right? Or is it just six, five siblings or six all together?
2: Six all together, yeah.
1: Yeah, and y'all, but like, that's one thing that, like, I know from you guys, y'all are a very tight sibling pack. Like, that is so beautiful. And, like, to be, like, the younger generation, like, I think that we have to continue that to have that, that family legacy where we show up for each other and we – be there for each other in good times and bad times, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we,
2: only, we don't only do it for our set, you know, but we do it for our, our cousins and our aunts, mm-hmm. but we only have one aunt left living now or two. So, like, even when y'all
1: were growing up, was family, like, very important to y'all then? Like,
2: Papa, our grandfather and and grandmother, my mama's mom, mom and daddy, Papa brought us up to, to always be, to be, stick together no matter what. And that's where they brought us up, their their children. All of us knew each other. We always visited. Whenever we visited, we visited. The children played together, got along together. And the father's one that lived, the father's way was Uncle D. He lived in New Jersey.
0: Mm -hmm. but
2: Even even with him and his children were older than everybody else and the rest of them because he was one of the oldest. You said that
1: there was a big family and that you guys always just sticking together and that, you know, that's how y'all was raised. Was faith always a part, like going to church and Christianity and having faith? Was that always a part? Okay, so kind of tell me about how that was growing up.
2: Mm, All I remember when I got big enough to to remember stuff, because I'm Mm -hmm. not good at remembering. But every time, everywhere I went to go for the summer was mostly around, Uncle Johnny, I stayed with Uncle Johnny, and his wife and his. He had three three children, two girls and a boy. Uh uh-huh. That's why I got my basic with church. At. Johnny stayed in church. They they went. They always went to church somewhere. Revivals and church through the weekend on Sundays. And that's that was my biggest thing. I guess I was a bad girl. They had to keep me in church. <laughs> <laughs> Were One you a the, bad girl?
1: I don't know, but that's all I remember. Okay, so you said that your early your early remembrances of school to the church was with your uncle and your aunties. And so you're probably still in your teenage years or kind of 20. So at what age did you have to, like, I guess, was there any ways where your your faith changed over the years? And then how did it evolve, like, from the time that you can first remember being exposed to church until, you know, maybe the middle years?
2: Well, I stayed in church all the time until I got grown, I guess, till I finished school. Anyway, I was crazy about my grandfather when he got down and sick, and I used to pick him up and take him from Jackson City to take him to Lockhart, where where his home was. But he was he was unable to stay at home by then, and he wanted to go back to his church, and I would pick him up, stop to and pick him up, and take him to church. And I remember one Sunday he asked me, it was on the Sunday I was taking he asked me, was I going to go to church with him? And I told him, no, nah, Papa, I can't go. I ain't got. I didn't bring nothing to wear. Mm-hmm. "Well, that's why you're supposed to always travel with a dress. Because <laughs> 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 back then, they can believe in women wearing pants to church. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I said, well, next time, Papa, I'm going to make sure I got my dress, but I never got, it, got that opportunity again. Why? What happened? Uh he got he was getting sicker and well, he couldn't go. He wasn't he able to go and I wouldn't I wasn't running up there going to Arkansas as much oh, as I was yeah. looking the time. It was it was like it was just a, a period when God allowed certain things to happen in your life. Mhm. And that was part of my lesson to learn learned from my grandfather. Because I al I always respected him and, and uh, I always wanted to be around him. I was crazy about going to church with him.
0: Hey, do you know a black woman who's winning? I'm sure you do. Someone whose products are always selling out. Someone reaching goals that make you say, yes, friend in the comments. Someone who's chipping away at the glass ceiling. Is that you or one of your boss friends? then I want to know about you. Text BRAG to 414-240-6004 to share your recent accomplishments with me. I may share it on the podcast or one of our other platforms for Wins for Black Girls. That's BRAG, B-R-A-G, to 414-240-6004. 6004. And if you want to receive good news about black women, you can also text GOOD to 414-240-6004. That's GOOD, G-O-O-D, to 414-240-6004. All submissions will be automatically subscribed to our tri-weekly brag alerts presented by Wins for Black Girls. Go ahead, brag. I know you have something to celebrate. More details will be available in the show notes.
1: When did you start sending out messages about God and about Bible verses and why? It
2: started when I used to write letters. You used to write letters? You did not tell me this. If I heard, I had a feeling of God put it on my heart. Because it usually is him speaking. I thought about this last night and I tried to write it down, but it's the whole page, like all everything else turned out to be. I I couldn't even tell you what I wrote half of the time because it's like the spirit takes over and speaks or says what needs to be said or he wants to be said. I used to write my pastor, write started writing my pastor about something and I ended up writing him a whole hope. hope. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same way when I started, got, got in church during Sunday school and we would have to do a review and the teacher was got, was trying to get me comfortable in, in bringing the review. Mm-hmm. And I would have at least a, a, two pages <laughs> to review the lesson until they started telling me, Carrie, you got to cut it down because we ain't got that much time. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to learn how to cut down and put in what the biggest print, or what they said, what they mm-hmm. call prints. And I didn't know nothing about all that, but I, the more I did it, the more I started in the better at it. But it, uh, it started with writing I would mm-hmm. I used to always write in my book writing my books anyway, what kind of books just a notebook just give them a notebook a tablet just calling what what was going on in their life, whatever they were talking about I would end mm-hmm. up they were having trouble or problems with something you know would mm-hmm. I be uh then started encouraging them you know just to them what the situation was and sometimes it don't have to be about nothing. I just encourage them to just hold on. God God is able to take, get you through whatever you're going through, whatever you might need today. But it always involved God telling them, letting them know that God was, was there for them. You know, we got this habit of telling people we love them, our families, our friends and stuff. But we use love so weak now, just, just a word, just to say we love. My pastor had to get me to see that. When you love somebody, love is an action word. Yes, it's okay to tell people you love them, and sometimes, most times, most people are sincere. But now love is just thrown out there like Jesus, if they call on Jesus. They're not really thinking about Jesus. They're just saying Jesus. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't say, oh, my God. God is God. Mm -hmm. But we we get in the habit of of doing it. Oh, my God. Anything Mm -hmm. like that. Making it common. Yeah. And you, you mm-hmm. have no, no thought about who God is. You're not recognizing, mm-hmm. acknowledging God is, is awesome. He's a sovereign God. He, do, he does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. And we just don't we don't take no consideration in what we're saying. Now they teach us that you, when you're in your praise, you should say in Jesus' name. But well, just saying it in Jesus' name don't mean nothing. Saying in Jesus' name is, what not, is not what they meant. Then in Jesus' name is saying what Jesus would say, mm. what Jesus mm-hmm. is thinking, how Jesus feels. Your focus is on the things of God, and how are you going to know the things of God if you don't know his word? How are you going to know mm-hmm. what Jesus, you know, oh, what he went through, if you ain't read his word? That, that also lets you know that that's how God speaks to you, is through his mm-hmm. word. And he speaks to you, to us, through his word by the Holy Spirit. That's where mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit comes in. It encourages you to keep pushing, keep going, keep striving. So what human people mess up at is we get a little bit of the word and we take it and run with it. Mhm. I just seen it happen to me so many times. So many times.
1: Not not even me and just like the whole environment, people thinking like, oh this person is helps you do this, and this person helps you do that. And I'm like, no, at the end of the day, God is with me. Jesus is covering me. The Holy Spirit walks with me. And Mm -hmm. that is why I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed to have people in my life to help me along my journey. But,
0: you know, I know where
1: the
2: source is. And that's what he uses people. He uses it. That's what he puts people together for. He uses people Mm -hmm. to help people, to help each other, for us to help each other. But you don't take the credit. Some people will do something for you. They want the credit. They want you to get in the credit. The recognition goes to God. God helped. God allowed these people to come into my life to come in and help me with this this project I was doing. But it was God who got it done. It was God who gave us the ability to get it done. They they want the credit for themselves. They want to get big. Mm-hmm. And what do if you look at people who get big? That's when they when they take out the, when something when you start lifting up a person. What happens to their heads?
1: They They, oh, they get
2: big. Think they think they this and that. You can't mm-hmm. touch with a hip the pole. So you, you you send out
1: these messages, and, you know, since for a long time, you said, even since it was letters, why do you keep sending them? Like, like I know sometimes you may slow down and not send them every day, but, you know, why, why do you continue to do it over the
2: years? Every time I pick up my daily bread, Mm-hmm. And read it. It's always something in that that it, is for me, or something that encourages me. or helps me to see that it's something that I have done that I should be trying to change. or work on. But it always hits me first. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I start reading it, when especially when I get into the end where it say, sometimes they say, me is talking to the person that that, that wrote the words. Mm-hmm. I would put me, and then put in parentheses us, because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want nobody thinking I'm talking just to me. Uh, I don't want me. To, I don't want them to think I'm talking just to them. So I, mm-hmm. I put us. If I read something, that feel like it's it's, from, it's something that's gonna help me. I know that somebody else is out there too. It might, everybody I send it to don't always it don't always fit Mhm. but whoever reads it knows when it fits when it's when it's needed for them. I can send out messages, and I might not get a reply back from nobody. On one group, I might get a re- reply back. On another group, I might not get nothing back from them. I don't get upset. Sometimes I wonder if they just didn't want all them groups. I had to learn that the whole way, too, because I, I used to think that they didn't want them. So I, one time I just stopped, because I said, I'm, I'm be bothering folks. But then when mm-hmm. I stopped, then certain ones started saying, why you quit? Why you didn't send the word? I was looking for the word. Then I try to get back into it. We tend to send people who already believe in God. Mm-hmm. The message. Don't send them to people that we know ain't going attending church, ain't, ain't trying to get close to God. And I found out that I sometimes I would get in trouble about that because some of them was going to church and they just felt like I was just doing too much. They, they didn't mm-hmm. need. Them. They didn't need the encouraging words or they didn't need that word of something. They don't. They feel like they don't need them. Don't send them. But if they ever call me and ask my advice about something, I'm not going to say, well, you didn't want to hear the word. I'm going to give them the advice I can give them. But you have to to respect people's wishes and let God work on it.
1: So how many people do you send them the messages to, and how often and when do you send them them in the morning, kind of so people get a better idea of who you actually send these
2: messages to? When I first started with the family, Mm-hmm. And it's moved up to whoever was in my contact. Now I, I just skip through because I don't get up when I'm supposed to get up to go to work. And if I mm-hmm. sit down and try to pick out certain groups to put everybody in different groups, I know won't reply back or either I know that they will or won't to receive it. And then, see, that takes up a lot of my time because I got to go through and find names and then remember mm-hmm. who, I, who name I guess so I won't send it twice. I have made that mistake a few times, but I didn't know what the after I did.
1: In the morning, yeah. if I don't get a message myself, I'm like, where's my auntie at? You know, and some <laughs> days you just take a couple of days off and, you know, you may not be thinking about it. And then I get your message and it's just a reminder, like, the not, not only is faith important to me, it's, it's important to my whole family. And I might be in one of those group chats where people actually do respond, and, you know, and it's good to, like, see names of your family members come pop up and Just be constantly reminded, like, you know, we're in this together and that God is still around and he's still working with us and he's still working on our behalf. So I'm very thankful that you, you know, you kind of walk out on faith for all of us. And so I just want to, you know, thank you for doing that, you know, spreading good news because the ability for you to spread news gives me the ability to spread news in my own life and for a new generation. You know, I'm hoping that I can help people build their faith in God as well as I build my own faith and continue to have consistency. And so it's just very interesting that you can use technology to be able to spread God's word, and that is what you're doing. And even if you don't think of it like that, you're, like, super tech savvy. You send out these beautiful, powerful messages to so many people. So it's just just a blessing, really.
2: Okay, thank you. Yeah, welcome.
1: I know you learned so much about people and faith and just trying to, like, Keep everything together. So thank you for, like, doing that. And so last thing I wanted to ask you is, like, what is your advice to people who want to have a stronger relationship with God? Like, what can they do? What should they be doing? What their what should their day look like? What should their year look like? Their week look like? Like, what, what is your advice? Uh,
2: the only thing I could suggest is that they do get in the Word, get in God's mm-hmm. Word for themselves. God will speak to you. I don't care who you are. If you show him that you're interested in him, and like I say, he knows your heart. He knows he knows what you need. He knows how you need it. It's it's like when you're going traveling mm-hmm. and you take a wrong road. Something to tell you, I think you're going the wrong way. Uh, look around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a feeling you get. It's a it's a a voice. He speaks to you, but you got to know his voice. He'll turn you if you turn. And even if you don't turn, he'll guide you back into a way but you'll be back on the right path where he wants you at. And that's just through life and through traveling. I learned that from traveling with my mama. My God has a way of working, of doing things to let you know you ain't doing it on your own. I mean, you need him in every area. That's, what, that's what's so amazing about him. We need him in everything we do, and we don't even realize mm-hmm. We think the smallest thing we can do ourselves, and we still can't do okay. Yeah,
1: I was listening to a pastor. I listened to Pastor Mike from Transformation Church, and he said mm-hmm. that you really got to get God into everything. Like, you could be praying for everything and praying for God to be over everything, you know, even down to the day to cost, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't feeling mm-hmm. good, you, could, you can ask God to heal you
2: from that, and he'll help you heal yourself, you know? Yeah. And so, all, he, all he wants to see from us is that we trust him. We believe mm-hmm. him. He can do what he said, he could do. Sometimes I cry my way all the way to work. Thanking him mm-hmm. for, being, for being so good and for what he's done for me and my family, all of my family, near and far. Sometimes we don't have time to name out. You know, mm-hmm. your mind is always running, so you don't, you can't, you don't remember. And I say, Lord, bless me, because you're mm-hmm. blessing not only me, you're blessing everybody connected to me. Mm-hmm. You're watching over them. You're guiding them. You're protecting them. You're shielding them. Because so much is going on in this world. So much going on mm-hmm. around us, we don't even realize what's going on, what the danger we're standing in the midst of right now. Mm-hmm. But it's because of God's grace and mercy. And we have to know how to learn how to say, Lord, I thank you. Mm-hmm. So I thank Him for you. Thank you. Some of my nieces and great nieces and nephews I wasn't as close to, didn't get a chance to be as close to as I were with some of them. But everyone I, tra- I came in contact with, I tried to show them that I really love them. And, and, you know, you do that so many different ways. Like, you acknowledge people's presence
1: in ways that is so beautiful. Like, you always tell people happy birthday. You always, like, it's just so, so beautiful, the way that you're so intentional about your family. Like, I love it. You you are a great example of an A.T.,
2: and I appreciate you. Well, thank you, much. I, I thank God for it.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Watch Me Win podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast from wherever you're listening. This way, you will never miss a new episode. If you would like to support the show, please take a screenshot of you listening and share it on social media. Tell others how much you love it. Tag us at wins for black girls and use the hashtag WatchMeWin. You can also support the show by leaving a five-star rating on iTunes or by simply telling a friend about the pod. All of this really helps to spread good news about black women. Be sure to tune in every other Wednesday for a new episode of the Watch Me Win podcast with your host, Tierra Smith.